Greg grabs the bottle back. Hey, don't waste it, he says, and I managed to ask what the encore was. Anyone other than Greg probably would have still found me unintelligible. Where are you now, Isaiah? It pretty much melted everyone's goddamn face. That's their best song. It never fails to get the crowd going insane. Except the members of the crowd who have had to give up waiting for the bathroom to sprint outside and puke in the gutter between parked cars in plain sight on goddamn University Avenue across from the 24-hour grocery store where half the neighborhood shops every Sunday after freaking church. Come on, get up, Greg says. He grabs my wrists and pulls me to my feet. Then we stagger along University to the first corner and north into the neighborhood. We could have walked a little more on the main drag, but staggering on university after 2 a.m. is a bad idea, generally. If you don't get beat up and mugged or spotted by the police, you still have to walk past the first gay bar in the Twin Cities, and then they whistle at you from the little gated smoking area. That's always a little uncomfortable, to put it mildly, but with Greg's arm around my waist, to keep me from walking into the street or falling right over, it'd be unbearable. That girl is looking for you, Greg says. My head spins a little as it looks for a picture, a still or animated image of the girl in question. I remember ogling a girl with pink streaks and three rings in her bottom lip. I remember talking to one with lots of black eye makeup and leather bands on her wrists, metal spikes. What girl, I mumble. Man, how much did you drink, Greg says. He shakes his head and we stumble a little as he turns me onto Thomas Avenue. Why are we taking Thomas, I say. Greg ignores me and goes on about the mystery girl. She had black lipstick, her name was Kiki. An image, a pink image with a black cat flashes across my hazed over eyeballs. Skirt? That's her, Greg says. He gives me an extra stabilizing shove and stops. It turns out I can stand on my own, and we walk on, no longer embracing. Anyway, she was worried about you. Huh? I say. Did she go to Central? Greg shrugs. Didn't ask. Didn't recognize her, though. We get to the corner with a stoplight. Hamlin Avenue. Greg cuts diagonal through the intersection, and I hobble after him. No cars around this late, but the Super USA is open. It's the sketchiest convenience store for two miles in any direction. My mother won't go in there at noon on a Sunday. That's Midway, and that's our neighborhood. Thirsty, I say. Greg's already got a big bottle of water by the time I walk into the store, and he's at the counter dropping two bills. I barely enjoy the cool convenience store air before it's time to go back outside. I take a swig a long one from Greg's bottle, as we get back to the sidewalk. I guess I've forgotten, I'm still a little drunk. Okay, bombed, because the bottle is upside down and still to my lips, so I'm looking up at the overcast night sky when we reach the corner again. That's why I'm not watching where I'm going, and though Greg is saying things like, watch where you're going, I still don't watch where I'm going, which is when the bike hits me. The bottle of water is the first casualty. I don't just drop it. I fling it, screaming toward a row of hedges on the retaining wall next to me.
and its contents fly in every direction like a sprinkler's spew. It lands in someone's backyard. Second casualty? Me. I collapse as I finish my scream, and my back slams against the aforementioned retaining wall. I feel the rocky face scrape up my back as I slide. Somehow my head hits gently. I don't think I'm bleeding. Third casualty? The biker. She careens off my stupid form, off the sidewalk, and why the hell is she riding on the sidewalk, and drops from the high curb with a thud and a rattle. Her handlebar basket dumps its contents, and then her seat dumps her right into the gutter. She says, Ow! And Greg runs over. She pulls off her helmet and lets her long blonde hair fall out. Don't get the wrong idea. I'm not giving you the old helmet comes off, blonde hair shakes and falls and waves on the gorgeous girl routine. This is more like white blonde, first of all.